This is The Great Equalizer, a parenting podcast about the realities of being a mom or dad in modern Jersey. We are your hosts, Sam and Charlene, and we believe we're all rocking the same kind of crazy. So let's get real, let's get honest, and let's have a laugh about the ups and downs of our current upside down. Hashtag no judges. This week on The Great Equalizer, Sam is either living her best life or in the midst of an identity crisis. Charlene has still got emotional flu. And we talk Momo, Peppa Pig and screen time. Oh wait, does this mean TV's bad for my kids? No, I think just the internet. Ah, okay, cool. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hey. Yes, man. I'm good, I think. I'm convincing myself that life landed on the shiny side of the penny today. Yay. Yes. And that's um, this on a Friday. On a Friday. <laughs> I made a deadline last night, late last night. I've been working until midnight for this whole week. So I'm... Tired and buggered, but that means looking for the weekend and challenged to not make next week look the same. Okay, so tell me, you mentioned that you are um, <laughs> <laughs> either living your best life or so having identity. As I sit in front of you now, I've I've cut bangs, a fringe. It's sexy. I'm not gonna lie. I love this hair, and and it's bright pink again. It's for the third time. It's very very. It's pink. also two different shades of pink. It is. <laughs> it is the one side is more copper orangey, and the other side is pink pink. I love it. <laughs> we're gonna have to post a video. So yeah, we're or gonna a have photo to. At least. So the story behind the hair is I was helping out a friend who um, needed to do like a hair show and a demonstration. And um, it is demonstrating the top tr- trends in hair for 2019, which apparently bangs are in, guys. I need me bangs some bangs because I can't afford Botox. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, she sent me a like, desperate plea on Monday and said, I, uh, Sam, please, I need to do your color and I need, can you help me? And she's like, bangs. And I'm like, oh, fuck. But my... Whole ethos on life at the moment, or my philosophy is YOLO, and I think also he grows back. He grows back, and I think for some reason since Elijah, he just like he loves it when I do something different. He's not. He like (laughs) came to me yesterday after I cut my hair, and he said, "Mommy, what's this now?" (laughs) Cute man. (laughs) So I was like, "Do you like it?" He "Mm," he says. (laughs) So I know he'll always love me. I've got nobody to prove anything to, so I'm just like, whatever. I'm not a huge fan of the bangs. It's like 10 minutes extra in my day. I've got to style I was just going to say, that's the only thing for me about bangs, is if if you don't generally have a fringe, then having to get used to styling one can be quite (laughs) tricky. But now also... um, I, as I was cutting it, or like while I was doing this uh, pre the show yesterday, where I was a real life model. Mm, look <laughs> um, at you, schmodel. Yeah, I was a schmodel for reals. Um, I came across this meme, like a video. I suppose it was like a video, but it's like a cute meme of like um, a little dog. You just see the back of the dog and you read uh, their 
me to my friend, should I go see a therapist or cut bangs? And, <laughs> and then the friend says, therapist. And then it says me. And then this doggy turns around. And it's got, <laughs> it's got these ridiculous black bangs. <laughs> and I was just like, that's me. If it's between therapy or like, you know, if it's between meeting my deadline yesterday and like making sure my life is in order and I can shut down at five o'clock. No, I'm just going to spend my afternoon. Noon, cutting some bangs and making my hair. Running away from life. Priorities, yo. So it's either I'm living my best life, guys, or this is a serious like meltdown, identity crisis. Maybe this, maybe this is like those. I often say to my husband, you go through manic moments, and if you if you get manic like this, then I know the storm is about to hit. So (laughs) this is the moment before the moment. moment. Yes. Um. So stay tuned for next week. Either I'm gonna (laughs) be like I hate my life, (laughs) or I'm be like still on it guys i'm still the trendiest mom in joburg with my bangs and my pink hair <laughs> yeah charlene emotional flu yeah it sucks i'm not even gonna elaborate on it i can't get out of this donna right i just i still have that damn dark cloud hanging over me for no reason i don't have i don't have any reason to have this dark cloud over me but going out for dinner tonight with some friends to a really nice restaurant and I got myself a new dress. Nice. So I'm going to just rock my dress. And dance, that new and dress is sexy AF. <laughs> well, um, we'll see about that. No, I, I might it have, is. I might it have is. to put some fake tan on my legs, but hey. Who I love it. <laughs> I love it. I think you look great in it. And I think that is how you're kicking ass. You found a babysitter for tonight. This is true. And you and I are getting in some downtime and adults speak, mm. right? Yes. that This is the whole plan with the dinner tonight. So we're mm. all parents going on this dinner, just briefly, I'll tell you. And so we decided to have this dinner because when we go out with our other parent friends, it's always either the girls and then the dads are looking after the kids or the dads or going along. Around, yes. Yeah. And then when we do see each other together as couples, then it's always at a kid's party or a kid's play date or a something. So we were saying... And you've got your ball and chains with you. We just need some adult conversation, copious quantities of alcohol and dancing after dinner. Nice. And so that's what we're doing. I'm a little bit jealous. I'm nervous. I'm going to fall asleep at the dinner table, <laughs> you're guaranteed. Not, you're not. I'm exhausted. What's your, what's your um, like gasoline? What do you know? It's like... <laughs> Translation, uh, for those who don't speak Afrikaans, like brandy doesn't have brakes. Brakes, yeah. So I think my poison is prob- – the problem is my if I drink this is – sorry, I, I can't believe I'm admitting this. <laughs> Captain Morgan Rum and Coke. If I drink that, I, I drink the first one and I'm like, tonight's going to be a party. Yes, yes. I can't drink that stuff. It is so sweet. <laughs> it is so fattening. I, I can't do it to myself. Gin, I'm enjoying. It doesn't make okay, me drunk. It doesn't give me a hangover and I can go for a long do time. Do the so. gin, <laughs> but if you find yourself slumping at nine o'clock, maybe get I'm gonna send like a Jager bomb or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm going to send Rita and like, I think, cue the, the rum, Rita. It's time. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> yeah, so... So um, you are kicking ass. I know that you're feeling down and I know that... Ugh, Work and the work week and juggling it all is tough, but there's a silver lining, right? I think I'm also managing to, aside from how I'm feeling, I'm not letting it get in the way of um, the things that have to get done, and Good. so I'm still managing to get... You're not 
Yes, focus on the bigger picture. Not pulling the duvet over your head and just even though I want to, to I really want to, but no. I, I actually I don't have time in my life right now to be fucking pathetic. So that's it. <laughs> I love that. That should go on a postcard. <laughs> I don't have time in my life to be fucking I'm, pathetic. I'm too impatient <laughs> to sit in this moment and feel this Good. sense of being pathetic. Good. So. Long may that feeling last, Charlene. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Not the emotional flu, but the like yes. I'm kicking its ass. Yes, yes. Okay, that's how we're kicking ass. I don't feel like we're getting our ass kicked. Let's not even go there. Yeah, no. The there's emotional no, flu is a bit kicking ass. Yeah, but and there's maybe, no room for that this week. Ma- there's no room for that this week. Maybe my identity crisis is like a future kicking ass. Oh, getting my ass kicked moment. But like, let's okay. not even go there. We're just going to ride this wave. Exactly. Ride the pink hair wave. Exactly. <laughs> so, Charlene, okay. In the news this week, the world has been going crazy with news of... This Momo character. I know. It's fucking with everyone's minds, it seems. And fucking with uh, children's screen time. <laughs> so I thought, um, why don't we weigh in? Please remember, what we say on this podcast can only be considered the gospel on planets Sam and Charlene, respectively. Our kids and husbands can be assholes and angels at the same time. And only we're allowed to say so. And lastly, by virtue of the fact that we are women and it comes naturally to us, we reserve the right to change our minds and or contradict ourselves whenever we so choose. And we don't want to hear a damn thing about it. Hashtag no judges. Okay, Momo, if you haven't heard about it, um, is fucking frightening. I actually, let me tell you first how I heard about Momo, Charlene, and, and maybe that'll school our listeners in case they haven't heard about Momo. I am on a group, a closed group of moms, a mix of UK and SA moms, and one of the moms said she was bathing her kid and put on Dougie, mm-hmm. and... Um, the kid dropped the phone or the tablet or whatever it was and came screaming to her in tears. And she said, I don't know what the fuck it was, but something popped up in the middle of the Dougie episode. And then the mom started commenting and saying, oh, this is going around in the news. Um, oh, so the, the mom that commented didn't actually see what it was. I think she saw it, if, yeah, if okay. I remember. So she doesn't know what her child saw. She just knows something, what she could get out of her kid was something happened and it took hours and hours to put this kid to sleep. The kids saw something, mm. right? So then I read the comments and it said, oh, don't you know about Momo? And then I like looked a little bit into Momo and then Elijah was calling me to the lounge and Ray was getting up and I said to Ray, listen, um, something's happening and I think we need to tighten up the reins on YouTube and internet access and that. Look, Elijah's two, so it's literally just YouTube, I suppose. But um, I told Ray, and Ray immediately, when he hears a story or whatever, he's like, oh, fake news. Yes, mm. he's Ray's the same. he's a, a skeptical person, um, and I mean that's cool. I think I need that balance in my mm. life so that I don't go crazy. But he then went on to try and find credible sources that showed what this Momo is. I said, no, don't get it on an algorithm, so just be careful what you do. Yeah. You know, I don't want it cropping up in our YouTube because we've searched for it. Mm. Um, and he couldn't find anything. And he and I had a little like argument because he's just like, Sam, stop going crazy about fake, this. Like, it's clearly yeah. fake. And I'm just like, there's something to it. This mother, something happened to her child and she doesn't know. Maybe it wasn't this Momo thing. But something happened. So essentially what the story is, is 
it's a character that crops up in the midst of cartoons. Or some reports say um, WhatsApp or yeah. whatever. There's varying reports. Which I suppose also sparks questions about the whether it's legitimate or not because there's varying there's, reports. Yeah, on not, no one story's um, anything. Yes. Uh, the same and there are varying facts and there is no credible source. And later this week it was said to be a hoax. But it, so... We're resting on that, that it has been a hoax, but something is still happening. Like mm. I told you, Charlene, where there's smoke, there's fire. Exactly. So um, what it is essentially, and I want to play you our listeners a sound clip of a video that we received of Momo actually in a, in a video. So we can turn around and say, it's real, it's real, but for all intents and purposes, this could also have just been manufactured after the yeah, fact. Yeah, someone could have manufactured that video clip and then sent it to themselves. And then, so when, you, when we looked at the video, it's someone filming someone else's phone with the cartoon playing and then this Momo pops up yeah, in so, the midst of so the video. So it's the scary character, like Japanese character. It is taken from a Japanese, like character that exists but then it essentially purports to it tells kids you're not allowed to tell your family otherwise i will hurt them and if you don't want to see me again you must hurt yourself hurt yourself cut yourself or turn on the oven or uh do these naughty things and eventually it, it apparently gets worse and worse and worse and worse until it becomes a lot like um suicide self-harm and hurting other members of your family and that's the whole premise that scares the shit out of everybody and has caused this pandemonium so i've been too scared to watch anything so i'm actually grateful that we got this video in our hands um today just so i could see this is in this what i'm about to play you guys it's a peppa pig episode so if you're familiar with peppa pig you'll identify recognize the voices it. yeah and then it like cuts to this momo character this is, da, 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 this is what you must do, blah, 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 blah. And then Peppa Pig carries on. There's so, quite a lot of background noise in the video, so just listen, you should hear the difference yeah. in the two. Look, yeah, you should hear the difference, but it is quite, it is more subtle than I thought it was. Anticipated, yeah. yeah. Which is back to the Peppa Pig episode, yeah, carrying on like about that. ooh a wasp. Um, so basically, I was like, "Hello, I am Momo. I will kill you. You, yeah. you know, I will do the, all of these things." And I won't I lie. Be, if you don't want to die, <laughs> if you are, I won't lie. You will die unless you hurt yourself or cut yourself. Or I whatever. must be honest. If Elijah had to if had to interrupt his episode like that, he'd be like, "Oh, oh, mommy, Peppa." Uh oh, mommy. I know what? Josh would flip <laughs> out. Josh is a very scared kid. So, yeah, so you would know your kid. I don't know. I'm sure the image is quite disturbing, and Elijah would be like, You messing with my Peppa Pig episode. What the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> but, but, yeah, I think then the older your kids get, and if they start to understand what's being said to them, it can be quite scary. And the image, just seeing the still images on social media this week, scared the shit out of me. Well, I am. In my 30s, and I am still afraid of the effing dark, Sam. Yeah. So that picture came up in my news feed and on my social media, and I saw it, and I was 
I was not. I, I didn't want to watch the videos. I didn't want to see what was going on. No, so I'm super glad we got this. That is what I'm image saying, yeah. scared the shit out of me. Yeah. But what what I also was thinking about, and we were discussing it earlier. So whether this video was manufactured for purposes of just going just viral, just causing or, a crazy hoax, yes, you know, to or not. The fact is, people. it's out there. It is now. It's it exists. It exists now. It's actually on my phone, saved. And if Elijah messes around with my phone later, he's gonna see. Oh, Peppa Pig. Oh, not Peppa Pig. <laughs> so whoever, if that was manufactured to be inserted into a YouTube video, someone can post that on YouTube. Can, so it can yeah. pop up somewhere. It's probably already uploaded onto YouTube. Plus, so Ray's part of a group of guys. A lot of them dads. And I said to him when we had our little argument, I said, "Can you just, you know, understand that we do need to." rain in like we have been a little bit loose where we let elijah watch youtube and and while you're busy we, doing while, something yeah we're busy i mean we're not like taking naps or fucking no around. <laughs> he's sitting next to you and you're quickly like buttering some toast or whatever you're not looking at the screen and paying attention yes. to what's happening so um it i just said we need to be a lot more careful especially as he gets older let's just like take this as a warning to be aware and i said why don't you ask that group because you trust what they say. So I trust the mom group that I was on. And I trust that something did happen to that woman's child. Mm. She might not have seen exactly what it was. And he said, yeah, they all poo-pooed the Momo thing. But one dad in the group, his kid um, is three and uh, was watching a Peppa Pig episode. And the Peppa Pig episode, like... Changed into a violent <laughs> Peppa Pig. Yes. And if you Google images, guys, you can actually see, like a suicide episode that's been reanimated so where she harms her family and she harms herself and it's quite frightening. So I saw the stuff this week about Peppa Pig before I saw the Momo, before I had any exposure to the myth around Momo. And I had seen the um, the, the clips and the images of this Peppa Pig um, cartoon where there's self-harm and that kind of thing. And that... It, it shook me. It was very mm. scary. Immediately I thought, okay, maybe it's just fake news. So I discussed it with Rhett because Rhett's also my voice of reason when it comes to these things. And um, he generally knows how to fact check these things as well. So um, he said to me that he has checked that out and that there is, um, it seems to be legit. And then he had just heard about the Momo thing. And at that point, it wasn't ruled out it wasn't as a dispelled, hoax yeah. yet. And um, that's how I then got onto Momo. And Josh, Rhett actually joked with Josh and he was like, Josh, who's Momo? And Josh was looking at Rhett with a confused face and he was like, Mama, there she is. Mama. Uh, and so clearly there was he not, yeah. he has not ex been exposed to anything that Thank God. Yeah. yeah. So um that's how we got talking about it. But I do believe that this Peppa Pig stuff is not no. a hoax. No, and, and as you say, it's something that's out there in in this world. And I think what we can take from it that's a really good thing is it's opened up the discourse of we live in the twenty first century. These things exist and whether we can really shelter our toddlers as it is. Um, but when they get older, we, we can't. Like, I don't know how you get away from, as soon as they get into grade R even, at Elijah's school, like they're using computers. Obviously, it's like really, you know, uh, sheltered and, um, you know, screened. But um, they're already learning to use computers at his school from four or five years old, if not earlier, just learning how to use a mouse and whatever. 
learning to be technologically savvy, which I really don't disagree with, should we be villainizing the internet or should we be learning to live in a technologically savvy society? I think the latter. Mm, I am of the same, uh, that's my school of thought also. So, and I do think that based on just input that we've received from listeners and friends, there are very many different viewpoints on this topic. But like with anything, do I give my kid sugar at all before a certain age? All the like screen time, and then we will discuss this at length today. But like with any theory, I think it depends on your household, your family, what works for you as a family, and we're not discriminating again hashtag no judges it's mm. it takes all kinds to make a world um but for me i, I my child won't live without screen time no it, it's I can't. not it's, it's not, not going to happen in my family it's not a reality for me i'll tell you why um we our bread and butter is television i know ray's not only a video producer and cameraman and that is his bread and butter um He's very technologically savvy and he game, he's a gamer. That's mm. his downtime. Our house is flooded with new technology. I'm always on my computer. Ray and I are always on our phones. Uh, the TV only is on with a purpose. I must say that's amazing for us that the TV's not on all the time. Yeah, like we don't have your regular DSTV. I think that's why. Mm. We've got Netflix and Showmax. And so if there's a specific something you're interested in watching, it gets turned on and it gets watched. Yeah, then. because I think if we still had DSTV, Probably it, be there would running be something in the in background. The background. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and Elijah will say, let's watch TV. And, and at the moment, he's very good with, oh no, how about we do this rather Elijah and he's okay with that and I actually saw it helped to just put on music during dinner time the mm. other day he just wants some kind of a stimulation mm. and I think um, music worked for him so I think I can manage my screen time what will I be doing differently I won't be um, like beating myself up about how much screen time he gets but you can be sure that I'll be looking into YouTube kids rather than the regular YouTube channel. And the filters on and the, the on settings those filters, on those. Yeah. Yes, Being crazy sure. about all of the security settings and that. He does not have an iPad yet and he doesn't have access to a cell phone. Um, but when that happens, you can be damn sure that I will be on it. Um, and I want to, I think I'll discuss this at the end when we do our um, wrap up, but there are some resources that I find useful that I'll put our listeners in touch with. So stay tuned, guys. Charlene, will you be doing anything differently in your household? Yeah, I think the same as you. I'll obviously just monitor, be more aware, and uh, focus on YouTube kids. Also, uh, another friend of mine does, uh, they've got Netflix, which specific programs are uh, downloaded for the child. Yeah, so that's what we've been doing this week, is we, we've been scared of YouTube. So we've only been uh, mm -hmm. putting on Netflix shows unless we're there with Elijah, yeah. And in general, when Josh does have screen time, uh, only only since he's had his sibling have we actually been, and that's quite a, I felt very guilty when all of this started. It's a quite a common thing that I realized because some of my other friends also do it. When you just need like 10 minutes to settle the baby and the toddler is like running amok, then yeah. just like you, I'm guilty, judge me or don't judge me. I actually don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Um, I just sit him down with the iPad and I'm like, I'll put like 
Paw Patrol or something. It's generally identifying colors or numbers or something like that. Yeah. Or the wheels on the bus that I put on for him. And he watches that. The challenges that I've noticed, and I'm quickly settling Jess or doing what I need to and Rhett's doing what he needs to do. There's that rabbit hole that you go down, like the little Mm. panel on the side. Mm. And he's now, oh, I want to watch this one. And he knows Mm. exactly how to click on it. That's how Elijah discovered Dave and Ava. And he knows how to skip through the ad. The ad oh that God. plays Josh Oh, so knows. he, like, he, he works ad. it. Oh, he skips shit. the ad. And so, mm, so, but I mean, Elijah's a bit younger than Josh. Yeah. So that happens. And I realized, okay, I've seen some pretty scary damn things going down the YouTube rabbit hole. Yeah. So I'm nervous about what he is watching. And, so, and are you on YouTube Kids? So I know it doesn't make a difference. Momo and, and all the rest can still get on goes, YouTube Kids. Yes, but anyway. I've only recently switched to... I didn't even know it existed until yes. this week. I knew it existed because for Josh's birthday, the only reason I knew is because Josh, for Josh's birthday, he got given an iPad and it's a, it's a bubblegum iPad. So it's some, almost like the Leapfrog one. Yeah. Um, so the stuff that's downloaded, there's preloaded videos and preloaded stuff and that's only drawn from uh, YouTube Kids. So it's all educational stuff. Um, okay. Yes. And so all the videos he can watch. And he can go down the rabbit hole. because You can, can still go down the rabbit but hole. But everything that's on there is preloaded and it's only educational. It's about colors and learning numbers and um, identifying stuff like that. So, yeah, that's how I knew that that's where the content comes from. So um, we hit up some of our friends and listeners uh, to ask them sort of what their screen time practice is um, in light of the Momo stuff, but also just your general, you know, what do you do? Do you limit it? Don't you? What what are your household rules? And I think this was in light of me knowing and believing that what what really suits each household is what suits each household. It's it's even different within my own household when when I'm when it's a one parent household and raise away. Yeah. Um. There's obviously more TV time because I need to get more stuff done. Wait until you have the second one when yeah, raise away. Exactly. TV one hundred percent, twenty four seven, all day long. It's so bad. But <laughs> what must you do? So, um, no judges, man. We hit up our friends. One of my friends in particular was a bit hesitant to. Um, comment. I think I'll play hers first before we get into the rules. I've called this one free range mom. TV time for Sebastian is I am very free range. I've always been free range. So I do let him watch TV when I need a 10 minute break or an hour sometimes. Um, he has a really good um, attention span when it comes to a movie. So he can watch a whole movie and that gives me time to do things. Have I done a mistake in letting him be free range? I do think so because um, it's better now. But in the beginning when I used to switch off the TV, he would throw such a tantrum. So I do think I've done a bit of a mistake um, when it came to too much TV time. And I think I've learned it. So with Kiara, I think I'll do more. She must play. There's more toys. She must find her way and play. And I'll put music in the background or something. But yeah, besides that, look, at the end of the day, my kids are happy. And that's what's important to me. So yeah, and I am still a free range mom. I just, I've never been good with um, rules and 
how can I say, schedules and X amounts of time for this and X amounts of time for that. I've always broken every rule in the book. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I just, just a real mum. My yeah. kids are more um, rule appreciative, if I can say it like it. So, they won't suffer at school. Can I just say, my friend, I'm addressing you directly now. Um, you've never been appreciative of rules, so I don't know how your kids are going to be appreciative of rules. How's that going to work? <laughs> well, I mean, I can hear in her voice, it's just like, I'm probably not very good at this, but these are the realities of my life. You know what? You are just a real person in a real world, and you're juggling a million things, and so you do whatever gets you through the damn day. Yeah, and I love this, and I played it, and I actually, she said, Oh, no, I'm terrible at that same pass. And I was like, no, 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 no. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you because we do not want this episode to be a bunch this of like... This is what it should be and this is... not We want reality. It's yes. got to be authentic because let's be honest, this is what's happening out there. Yeah. There are other moms who are in the same boat. Exactly. So, and I don't want anybody to feel bad. That's the last thing I want. So I don't, I'm not a free range mom. I love my routine and stuff, but I don't have like a lot of other moms have a 30 minute time limit, oh, no. a 45 minute time limit or until the ad break or until the, uh, I, don't, I don't know. No, it's I, like, I'm, how long does it take me to get the chicken in the oven? I'm a free range mom. Okay. I'm like, okay, yes, we brush teeth in the morning, we go to bath more or less luck. at the same time, yeah. and we eat dinner more or less at the same time, but whatever the fuck happens on that day, we just roll with it. Whatever kind of gets you through the day, right? So, friend, free-range mom, you're, you're fine. You're okay. Take it easy. Take yeah. it easy. <laughs> but there are moms who love their routine, and there's one um, mom in particular that I really admire. She, and I, and I always take kind of a, a page out of her book she's also just like whatever's working for me at this point and um yeah have a listen because she does have more of a structure as well during the week matt's allowed to watch tv from five o'clock um provided he's tidied up his toys and behaved during the day uh but then it's not strictly limited like it's kind of from five o'clock you can watch basically until dinner time which is normally sort of quarter past six um but sometimes if anthony's running late it's quarter to seven and then matt's just sat there watching Paw patrol or uh whatever other nonsense there is except for when i was pregnant with josh then matt got as much tv as he wanted because <laughs> i felt like death um <laughs> And if it means that um, I'm going to kill my child, I would rather have him sitting in front of a screen all day, every day, while I rested. So I guess if I'm ever sick again or feel really run down, like stuff like that during the week, he'll probably get TV during the day when he gets home from school. So um, she also went on to say that when she heard about, because I asked her, have you heard about this moment thing? This is the thing. And she's like, she went on a frenzy and also put in all the parental controls. Um, her son does not just watch YouTube. YouTube is reserved for, he's got like one cell phone or a device or something that only has YouTube kids on it. That's, mm -hmm. that's all that's on there. 
And um, that's a treat for a Sunday. So Sunday he gets to use this device and to watch YouTube. And she said that they went crazy just putting all the parental controls on and were scared shitless and were also very relieved to find that um, it was a hoax and that mm. the BBC cleared up, cleared that up and did their homework in terms of, you know, um, the credibility of it. But at the same time she said, but it's out there. And these people are out there. Mm. And so now she's more aware and will kind of tighten the reins on that. So a lot of what, what we're saying, but also, yeah, I, I love what she how she pointed out, look, huh, I was ill. She was ill when she, she was pregnant with her second. And what the fuck do you do when you can't pick your head up off of the pillow and your toddler wants you? I must say, Josh's increase in screen time definitely happened when I was pregnant with um, his sister. Mm. Um, and also once she arrived. So it is just, it's just the way it goes. We actually got a, um, a comment, an email from a listener um, who also said that uh, while the, hom- the Momo thing, the Homo thing, <laughs> the Homo thing is not terrifying. No, that is not terrifying. <laughs> the Momo thing, however. The Momo thing. Um, but then she also says, so are the stats and research into the effects of excessive screen time, especially for little people. I don't disagree. Mm. No, I agree. Um, so they didn't allow access to any screens until after two years old for their son, who is two now. And, um, but, they, she did admit, not sure how that's going to work out with baby sister. And then went on to say how they limit screen time to 30 minutes in total per day. And there's always an adult person watching the same show. Um, but then importantly, hard to know what the balance should be though, since we live in a technology driven era. Our children need to be able to interact with tech through screens in so many facets of life, can't keep them away from it entirely. Quite right. I agree with her entirely. Because also, and that comment about not sure that's going to work out with little sister, Josh didn't have screen time. I managed it for the first year. Yeah, same here. For the first year. But after a year, I didn't really um, manage it that well anymore. Also because he started showing interest in the television when he was when walking past. When did that past. happen? Okay, so he was like 13, 14 Elijah months. Elijah only started really sitting for maybe five, 10 minutes at a time at 18 months. Mm. Other than that, uh, didn't really compute what was happening. And I also managed until a year. And then he just didn't show interest. And it was only once he started showing interest, 18, 19, 20 months, that he would be allowed a, a show here and there. But I must say, even now, there are times that he uh, he likes it on in the background as sort of company, mm. but he'll be playing with his toys. So it's probably just like, if you were to play music, he would be happy. I think so. Mm. I'm going to try that. Mm. Uh, I've also noticed with Jess, she's going on for 15 months now, and she's only just started noticing oh, there's an image on the screen. Mm. What is this? And she will look for longer than five minutes before she gets distracted. So I think probably because they weren't that interested in it before, that's how I managed to um, avoid it Yes. Um, up until that point. But to be honest, now her brother's three and he is used to watching a program a and how you, you're not going to keep Patrol them in separate, separate rooms. Exactly. exactly. Josh's TV time, Jason, you're under two and you're not allowed. Like, how do you work that? It's difficult. It's very difficult, yeah. So, um, also, I really appreciate, like, 
screen time with an adult, I'll tell you why that doesn't work for me. If Elijah has access to an adult, we play. Mm. And that's how I ensure that's how I ensure limited screen time. Mm. Um, it is only when I need YouTube as a babysitter, <laughs> Netflix as a babysitter, so I can get dinner on the table. You're such a terrible mom, Sam. I know. I know. How can you do that? <laughs> Luckily, we have an open plan um, kitchen lounge area. Everything's all in one room. So I suppose he is with me. Like, I suppose if something had to interrupt, I'd be like, oh, fuck, that is not Peppa Pig. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that is not Dave and Ava. Shut, shut, shut. Elijah, look at mommy, look at mommy, look at mommy. <laughs> Josh will very quickly drop that thing. He will, The other day we had, Rhett was in the lounge watching Mr. Bean. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rhett, quality TV, Rhett, quality. It's, Rhett's mind is forever racing. So when he just, sometimes he just needs bubble gum for the mind to switch off. God. And so there was five minutes of Mr. Bean on the television and Josh loves Mr. Bean because he's funny obviously and so Josh was leaning on his dad watching five minutes of Mr. Bean with him and in one of the episodes there's a mime that comes up on the screen and Josh was like no daddy I don't like that put this off the the mime scares him he doesn't like it and he was like no daddy change it I don't want to see that so yeah he doesn't like mimes so yeah, I don't know. I I, th- I think each family is going to be different when it comes to adults in the room. and Exactly. And it depends on the family. depends on your routine. depends on where you're at. depends on what and time of day. And it depends, I must say, it depends on your support structure. So if your child is with an adult always at some point in the day, let's say there's four adults in the household, um, two grandparents at all times, or uncles and aunties are in and out of the house, or whatever the case might be, both parents are always there. If Ray and I are both here, we often tag team it and the one parent is outside on the trampoline with Elijah and the other parent is... I mean, I'm painting a great picture of what fantastic parents we are and we all know that's not the case. There is screen time in my house. We are fantastic parents and we try our best to minimise that screen time, but mostly also because I don't want to watch Dougie or Blippi or... Mm. Thank you, Dougie and Blippi. And Dave and Ava and all of Elijah's favorite shows and everything on Netflix for just being there to keep my kid company. But I don't want to watch it. Exactly. So, um, yeah, there might be the odd time that I'm so exhausted. I would rather have that on in the background while I shut my eyes and sit next to my kid. But that is few and far between. I think in my life I would rather go play outside or sit and play with his trains or blocks also, and de- also that's my time with him in the day because he's at school all day. It depends on how many siblings there are also because for that's us... That's going to change, yeah. And also suicide hour is still suicide hour. Yeah. For the past, I think, three weeks in our household, legit from half past four in the afternoon until eight o'clock at night, it is pan-de-fucking-monium in that household. Jesse's throwing things and screaming and then Josh wants the iPad and then Jess wants my phone and because not because she watches anything on it she just wants to touch it because the screen scrolls Mm. so she likes using her little finger and checking how the screen scrolls when she touches it because she sees me 
working with the phone and scrolling it so she wants to so try it. So she's doing as mommy does, yeah. Yes. And so then Josh wants the phone, then this happens, then then Jess wants to play outside, but Josh wants to eat his dinner and he wants to watch his Paw Patrol episode and they're, they're screaming and I'm trying to get dinner going and Rhett's trying to look after the one kid while I'm doing dinner and looking after the other kid. So for the past three weeks, the only way we've managed to cope is Rhett rounds up the troops, pops Jesse into the pram, gets Josh on his little black bike, off they go to the park, all televisions and screens fucking off so that I can just have a moment of because quiet. Because it also just creates chaos. It adds it's to just fucking chaos. Because it's just noise so. and children screaming and the oven's on and Jesse's going to burn and stay out of the kitchen. and uh, So he takes them to the park, lets them run some energy out of their bodies or let them get rid of some of the energy. Well, I get the dinner on the go and I just finish off my last few things for the day. When they get back, we do dinner. Josh can watch one episode of Paw Patrol. Um, Jess, you have to keep busy. She eats off my plate because she does not like to sit still and eat. And the minute they're done eating, bath. everything off, off to the bath you go because now you've got to start calming down and get into a I need to sleep headspace. You see, you guys are winning. You guys are winning. It might feel like you're drowning, but you're winning, you're winning, you're winning. It's working. <laughs> TV has its place, but I love what you said there. I love what you said about fucking how these screens need to be shut off at some point. It's just, it's too much noise. Yeah. I can't deal. Yeah. Okay, we got some more emails in from friends and listeners um, about how this Momo thing freaked them out and how they changed their routine or how they like tightened the reins in their house so email one seriously freaked out and spooked um gave her nightmares that that image is fucking scary yeah it's not nice (laughs) it's really not very much the ring kind of yeah i don't like it so that momo and the pepper pig if you know pepper pig it's really hard so disturbing actually Mm, mm. to look at that so um yeah so they've downloaded specific episodes from netflix onto one device um, and there's uh, just so that they can control what the one little girl is watching while the mom's busy with the other younger child and trying to to just get her settled and to do her thing. Yeah. So, I mean, if and she says, if you think about it, um, she could have flipping scrolled through one of those things. It really freaks me out. But never, ever again, only the downloaded ones from now on. She usually only gets to watch a little in the morning while I get her sister ready, and then one show before bath time. They really actually should not even be getting screen time in the mornings. Yeah, but says again, the email. So, but, I mean, you do you. It's uh, you Sometimes can, it's going to fucking happen. You can hear she's thinking, should I probably shouldn't be giving my kids yeah. screen time in the morning but she's just a real person yeah exactly you gotta pick your battles are you gonna have a kid having a meltdown because we have to get ready and get off to school so for four and a half minutes i'll let you watch that episode while i settle your sister and then we're done and then we're brushing your teeth and we're getting the hell out of here because mm. we got to go to school um okay our next one uh same thing it also freaked her out and um, she says she doesn't use kids' YouTube, only the normal one, and downloads the videos. Um, her son gets his iPad for max an hour a day, and the hour is not all at once, so it's broken up. And never in the mornings or right before bed. Um, TV's always on in the background for the adults, I suppose, um, but not on the kids' channel and not for long periods. Yeah. And then there's also those theories that say never have a TV running in the background, aimlessly in... What the hell? Yeah, sometimes hell? it just is. Exactly. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. 
New trend is scary, says our, our next email. Um, exactly what I was saying. She allows screen time as a chill out for 15 minutes when home from school. It definitely helps wind them down. Mm. That is, I believe, one of the merits of television is it lets them sit still for a second. Not for y- your benefit. Mm. For me, it's really for Elijah's benefit. I might be hanged at the stake for this comment, but he can he takes a breather. Josh is very busy. He's hyper all the time. So I do the same thing. And then after, just to interrupt this email, and then after the, those 15 or whatever minutes, I'll be like, okay, do you want to build a puzzle or do you want to paint or do you want to build your blocks? Yeah. Or do you want to go ride your bike? Yeah. I give him the option, he chooses, and off we go. Yeah. Um, email number five is, oh, Granny sends uh, videos. They don't have a TV at home, but Granny sends videos. You know those ones, especially that the older generation get of funny dogs or birds or, or something like that. And that's very helpful. It was helpful in their situation when they were waiting at the super quick for the tire to be fixed. And yours, there was once in a bank, like we haven't even touched on games, oh, right. but I had like a, a little like... I don't know, match game or some, something, but for one-year-old. Mm-hmm. And I, I had to take Elijah to the bank, and we were there for probably an hour and a half, and those games came Saves in super life. useful. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they are TV and internet and games. It, it can be a lifesaver in parenting. Mm. Um, so let's not discredit it. Yeah, so and She says, or oh, if you just need to finish cooking, and she's crying for me, it has to obviously be really bad, though. Um, we don't have a TV at home. Oh, you mentioned that before, yeah. Um, she'll watch a little bit uh, of CBeebies or Animal Planet at Granny's house. So he has a household with no TV, but still, still screen time. still get exposure to screen time. So look at that. It's not just, and that's also what I wanted to comment, it's not just TV anymore. It is everywhere. It is unavoidable. Mm. You're gonna, you, you can't live without um, the internet. You can't, w- often, most of us, I'd say 90% of us can't work without our phones or laptops that is also screen time and that is something that we need to monitor so let's just be realistic about this right Mm. um okay last email is that her rule is her son gets one episode of blippy quote unquote episode up until the first ad on youtube before bed Someone is always with her son. And on the weekends, it's Moana currently. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have a TV in husband's car, which um, can be annoying but useful at times. I believe that. Mm. Long trips. Long trips. Oh, mm. my gosh. Um, and so on good days, she says 30 minutes of screen time, but on bad days, two hours. And then she also said, luckily, her son's never watched Peppa Pig, but also not very excited for anything to pop up. You know, in the middle of a mm. of an episode. So you see, guys, everybody has different ways of managing. Everybody has different, um, you know, family life situations, and um, y- you sh- you need to be comfortable with your own decision in terms of screen time. I'm comfortable with mine, but not very comfortable with leaving. It. There was one time this this week that I was busy getting ready, and Ray had put. Um, YouTube on for Elijah and he went to the bathroom and I realized neither of us are there with him Mm, mm. and we always do this Mm. but this week it's not okay this week it bothered you yeah yeah and it was it's just that realization so I think it's just changing 
your pattern of thinking to realize he cannot be left. He, look, he doesn't have access to the rabbit hole that you mentioned. Because mm. um, ours is not on an iPad or on a computer. Ours is on put it on the screen and we need to put it on screen. for him. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm going to, it's a passion of mine as well to look into, right, how are we going to navigate this? Mm. How are we going to educate him? And as, just as much as we talked about educating our kids early about sex mm. and being honest with them about that, I mean, obviously we don't need to show them um, bestiality. Uh, yes. and, uh, this is the reality of what's on the internet. Let me show you yeah, and go into the worst fucking sites. Exactly. <laughs> that is not what I'm saying. Within reason. Within reason, let them know just like you would teach them stranger danger. Mm-hmm. Just like you would teach them um, about sex. Teach them about the internet. And in order to do that, you also need to be schooled. Correct? Correct. So, Charlene, what did we learn today? Well, first of all, what I liked about this discussion is I've always read those comments about um, screen time and the, the how bad it is for your kid and whatever. And the first overwhelming feeling I always got was guilt. Mm. Shit. Shit, my kid. You're ashamed. My kid gets screen time. You feel ashamed of mm. making bad parenting choices. But what this has opened up for me is that I'm just a real person in a real world. And like with anything else, you do the best that you can. Again, a big takeout for me is being educated, being educated in what is out there, potentially out there, hoax or no hoax, and just what what things you can implement to try and counteract those scary things that's out there in the real world. Um, also, to just remember not to be too hard on yourself. For me, a big takeout from this is that you're doing the best that you can. Every single person that interact with, interacted with us on this topic, you could hear from all of them, they were aware of the negatives and the positives, and they are not oblivious to what's happening in the world. Yes, it was a big, scary moment and a wake-up uh, moment, this Momo thing, and even the Peppa Pig stuff. And so are we going to be a bit more cautious? Yes. They're all responsible parents. They all care enough to want to implement things exactly. to just protect their children. Okay. Uh, a few things for me. Firstly, what hit home was the noise pollution. It bugs you. So, huh, like, I think maybe we should also be aware that it could bug our kids. Josh is sensitive to noise. Jesse, not at all. Uh, he's very sensitive to noise, and I can't stand noise. And Josh, it reads the same. So let's just be aware. If you can help it, right? Yeah. If you if you don't have shit to do, okay, that's almost never. But on the off chance <laughs> that you don't have shit to do. And you um, can spend some time with your kid. Consider turning off all the devices mm. and just going. That's a that's a challenge I'm setting for myself. Is let's be aware of that rabbit hole. And that was my second point. Is I go down that rabbit hole. I mentioned on the days that I'm tired. Okay, it's happened once or twice that I'm sitting. And Elijah's watching something on TV, and I am sitting with him. But I, what will I be doing? I'm not watching his shit. I don't care. I don't. I'm an no, adult. I don't want to watch. What am I doing? I got my phone with me, mm. and I'm scrolling. Mm. And ha- what habits 
is my child. Exactly. Jesse's doing what mommy's doing. Exactly. They just see what we're doing. So that rabbit hole is very real for us. Okay, we talk about the YouTube rabbit hole where you just like, this video suggested and then this video and you just like, ooh, go into this like, um, what do you call it? Downward spiral. Downward spiral. Um, but the same thing is for just scrolling mindlessly on Facebook mm. and luckily Facebook and Instagram for me and luckily, um, f- oh, Apple. The stuff that shows up in my newsfeed is just mommy related yeah, mostly. <laughs> on Apple, uh, these days they have, have you got that, um, that update where it shows you your screen time? Yes. <laughs> love it I love it and I feel so guilty every me time too. like a big wad of guilt hits mm. me every time <laughs> so I think the lesson another lesson for me is and what I took from this is we as adults should be mindful and intentional with our own screen time how much it has helped us I'm not I'm not preaching I'm saying what's helped in our household how much it, it has helped us to not have DSTV anymore so I'm not, I don't have the Kardashians on in the background anymore. I always used to. We don't sit and watch episode after episode of MasterChef. And, um, oh, what did we watch? What's that cooking show where you like, uh, come dine with me? Oh, yes. We used to watch plenty of that, plenty of dinner dates. And I did miss those shows when I first migrated from DSTV but now I, there's a fortune of stuff and this is where TV is going it's go, it's going to more intentional mm, use viewing, and yeah. viewing and so I, I think that's helped my household a lot is to be more intentional okay what show are we going to sit and watch now mm. instead of what's going to be on in the background mm. and then but I and so we are quite um, disciplined about that but not so disciplined about our screen time use on our phones. Mm. So that is my challenge. Yeah. And then I think I'm going to make us all feel guilty with this comment, but it did cross my mind. Mm-hmm. We're talking about, yes, I just need to put this TV on so that my child who's screeching and wanting mommy can just sit and be preoccupied. And um, I mean, it is TV and screens are a lifesaver, but why aren't our kids playing? Is there something wrong with us? It does. You know what? <laughs> that has often crossed my mind when I do feel guilty about it. But I, Josh plays plenty. He keeps himself, he, and he, when he was younger, not so much, but he goes through stages. I've noticed now that he starts, started school, he, the way he uses his time is a lot more constructive. He's not even all that interested in the television screen that much anymore. It's more habitual. Mm. So he associates it with certain things like sitting down and eating his dinner while mm. he watches his Paw Patrol in the evening because that gets him still to focus on eating because he's a bad eater. So it's very much habitual. I don't, I, I don't think that um, I'm a bad parent because... I don't think your kid's not playing. Just sit still and watch this. He plays plenty. That kid runs around like also the whole day at school. They are busy. Their minds are being stimulated. And it is that moment to just shut down. Mm -hmm. I must say it was this week just that Elijah has started playing by himself. That Ray and I have been busy and next thing we turn around and there he is in the lounge keeping himself busy with a toy or something yeah and we're like when did that happen Mm, mm. amazing and i think there is so here i'm like beating myself up because my kid is is so needy and is not playing enough by himself without me 
But I, th- I think there must be an age thing, right? Because, mm. I mean, there's no six, seven, eight-year-old that can't mm-hmm. play by themselves and it's needy for mommy. We, exactly. This neediness is coming from everybody we know with toddlers mm. and small babies that mm. want them, right? So mm. that's the, the tricky part. Okay. Our kids are playing enough, right? I think so. Okay. Also, also, if you feel like, shit, we haven't had enough play today, then change it. It's going to be different from time to time. Our lives Take are, each day as it comes. Yes, right? our lives are always different. It depends on which issue is more pressing or what a task or happening is more pressing at the moment. So just let's not go there and be so hard on ourselves. Okay, so I think essentially what you're saying is we could all use a little bit more free-range parenting. That's certainly my theory. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I want to carry on this discussion. First and foremost, I want to tell you about two books that I think um, might be helpful in helping us not get stuck down the rabbit hole and also in guiding us as parents. And if you have anything to share, you know, any other resources, please let us know. You know where to find us. The first is by um, a social media mogul in South Africa, Emma Sadlier. Um, from the Digital Law Company. She wrote a book with um, Tamsin De Beer called Don't Film Yourself Having Sex and Other Legal Advice for the Age of Social Media. And it's very much focused on uh, what trouble adults can get into using social media. It's very worthwhile to read. But at the end is some guidance on um, uh, internet use for children. And this week in light of what happened with Momo and Peppa Pig, she put out a sort of notice to say what kind of securities we should be putting on YouTube, etc. And we will share it with you guys. And then secondly, there's a book by Nikki Bush and Arthur Goldstuck called Tech Savvy Parenting. We'll also link everybody up to that. There are plenty of resources, guys, um, for bringing kids up in a technologically savvy world. So... If I could say anything, it would be to upskill yourself and to just make yourself more aware so that you're empowered to help your kids. Mm. Um, okay, yeah, as yeah, I said, so we want to carry on this discussion. So if you can DM us uh, or send us a, yeah, DM us a voice note on Instagram at the Great Equalizer Podcast. Or record one on your phone, guys, and hit us up over email um, at the Great Equalizer or just the Great Equalizer.za at gmail.com. And we really appreciate your support. It's really important to us. Um, you have no idea. Uh, every like, every comment really, really makes a difference to our lives. We are very much invested in our followers and our listeners. So every response or every reaction we get, we, we really appreciate oh, it. And every new um, addition we add to our community, we celebrate. Ex- we have we a little like jump up and down. One extra listen it. this week, one new like. We are just super stoked. So for those who are following us and and. Follow following or walking this journey with us we're happy to have you as part of our community and um, for uh, new friends out there keep it coming um so please don't forget also just to spread the word it helps to review us on apple podcasts and the algorithm loves that Mm. and kind of puts out the word on the great equalizer or rate us on facebook same thing algorithm picks us up and puts us out there for the rest of the world to see and the more we're seeing the better this podcast will do and the better we'll be for you and also um if you have any input criticism stuff you want to hear more of stuff you want to hear less 
of um, uh, Charlene talks too much, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, gives, Sam's give, laugh is super irritating. <laughs> give Sam a chance, Charlene, whatever. <laughs> just, just mail us, message us, DM us. We want to hear from you, please. So, guys, that's it for this week. Until next time, keep, keep your, your mom game strong. For more on today's show, please head on over to our website at www.thegreatequalizerza.com or catch us on Instagram at The Great Equalizer Podcast or on Facebook. If you want something a little more personal, email us at thegreatequalizer.za at gmail.com and we'll get back to you.